0: Welcome to Cryptids of the Corn. Each week, Justin and Jay take a look at a topic in the crypto and paranormal world. They focus on the Midwest and Appalachia of the US. But sometimes they venture out with everything from well-known monster sightings to one-off cryptids, live-person interviews, to actual fieldwork sneaking in some science lessons. There's sure to be something you'll enjoy. Please join us this episode of Cryptids of the Corn.
2: And we're back. Welcome to Crypts of the Corn.
3: I'm the mysterious Justin. And I'm the imaginative Jay. <laughs> and Emily and we, we're here with Emily.
1: The enchanted Emily.
3: The enchanted there Emily. We go. There we go. <laughs> uh
2: so before we get into this week's episode, some front of house stuff. Um Okay, we're sorry, we've recorded two episodes back to back, and I this is the episode that actually comes out after the next episode. So I was getting confused. But uh, we do have Patreon up. Uh, that's all I'll say. You know, there's some extra down, or there's some extra episodes on there. Uh, when we go out on Bigfooting stuff, you know, or meet and greets and stuff like that, that's all in there. Uh, that's all we'll skip over that. This week <coughs> we're going to do weird world news. So this is a a couple news stories. Some of them are a little older than others. Uh, since this is our first one, we had some we more really wanted to do, but um. It just from all over. I think these are all from the U.S. Uh, mostly. Uh, so it's just some little tidbits of stuff we want to talk about that's going on in this kind of cryptozoological field mm-hmm. that's been in the news. So the first one, right off the gate, I'm sure if anybody has any Bigfoot page on Facebook, you've seen it—the uh, Stone Lake, Ohio Bigfoot hoax.
3: Even if you don't have Facebook, you've probably seen like it,
2: like myself. It's fake. Stone we'll just... Lake. Huh? It's Stone Lake. Stone Lake. what I say? Stone Lake Lake. Stone Lake. Stone Lake Lake, yeah, yeah. Stone Lake Lake. And they had a whole... I'll read you the little report. Uh, it says the Sheriff Department uh, validated the photos. They have a... Find, the Finding Bigfoot team has been deployed to Stone Lake Lake. They will update with more information. And Ohio man is happy to be safe at home after a scary incident near Stone Lake. Which, from the picture, doesn't look like a scary incident. It just looked like a Bigfoot standing beside a lake. Mm-hmm. John Doe is his name. Right. Spotted a Bigfoot in the woods uh, on the water's edge. Took these amazing photographs of the beast. At first I thought it was a grizzly bear, but once I got a better look, I realized it was definitely a Sasquatch. But yeah, it's... So these pictures have... out Well, during this, this last circulation, were claimed from everywhere. I We've seen the Stone Lick Lake one, mm-hmm. but in the same... Uh, on a different Facebook page, I seen the same pictures being claimed they were from West Virginia. Oh, wow. And I seen they were being claimed they were from Texas. Oh, no way. And these are actually a set of photos from 2013 on uh, original hoax that was out of Texas.
3: Oh, okay. Uh,
2: the second I seen the pictures, I knew I knew them from somewhere. But yeah, I, after I did a little digging, um, yeah, that's where they're from.
3: And- do you think things like this is what kind of lends...
2: This is what hurts the Bigfoot community yeah. more than anything else. Exactly. That's what uh, That's why we brought it up. It's, that's why it's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, this... I mean, it's an obvious hoax, and they're trying... I don't know what the motivations were to do
3: something like this. My guess would just be just, just clicks having- and follows, and yeah, that's that. all.
2: Somebody just goofing off at screwing with people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some people really like just to do that. Mm-hmm. Um... Who really knows? I don't know, but this is what hurts the community more than anything. Because then it generates this—I uh, don't know how to say that—that that feeling of everything is just fake.
3: Uh, yeah, uh, a, sh- a shred of doubt, just putting doubt into your thought of it's what clouding, the, clouding the judgment. It's
2: clouding the already muddy waters of Sasquatch. There you go.
3: Yeah, uh, this
2: topic is already messy as it all get out mm-hmm. with what could be real, what could be fake. Uh, generally, I will say there's probably more hoaxes than not. Agreed. Uh, for this kind of stuff. Uh, cause anybody that gets a real photo of a Sasquatch, a lot of times they just, you know, throw it away. If you get on your trail camera and stuff, they don't <laughs> want, they don't want to be the Bigfoot person. Yeah. Or, you know, they, they hoard it. Like we know a couple guys won't name any names. They have really cool, and we've seen them, the Bigfoot thermal images from, uh, South Carolina, they're super, super. Good. He doesn't release them, yeah, because he's waiting to do it at the right time. And there's a lot of people like that because they don't want to get stolen and stuff like right, that. right. Yeah. Uh, but this kind of stuff is what hurts the community more than anything, I would say.
3: And I had a few people even send this to me. Oh, I. And you know, obviously, I don't have Facebook right now yet, or won't well, ever. But uh, <clears throat> they sent it to me, and I was looking at it. I'm like, okay, this is interesting, but it looks. I could tell it was a little <laughs> off. So then I contacted you, and then that can—I conf- don't know. It looks
2: <laughs> like a guy in a suit.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, from what I have witnessed personally and what mm-hmm. I've seen that I believe is actual video and uh, picture of Sasquatch, they're not this thin. Right, unless exactly. Unless maybe out in the out west— I have heard a lot of stories of them being a lankier, skinnier, mm-hmm. and that makes sense. You know, it's a rougher environment, less, less protein available. Right, yep. Uh, they're not ripping trees out of the ground, so they don't need to be... Not, right, exactly. Uh, but as far as Ohio is concerned, it looks like a guy in a suit. It walks like a guy in a suit. It's just, it looks like a guy standing and looking at you. He's whitest, almost at the hips. Which is, ne- like, as far as I'm concerned, has never been reported of a Sasquatch. Usually it's the shoulders. It's the shoulders.
3: Yeah, and this one, I'm looking at it now. The head's right.
2: Yeah, they kind of, well, it's not even, look how big the head is, tall-wise. Right. I get that it's leaning forward. We oh, they got the pictures. Uh, I'll put them on the Facebook page after this. But it just looks like a guy. Yeah. There's nothing about, like, right there, there's nothing about that that says Sasquatch to me. Right, yeah. The head looks huge because it's a costume head. Right. On top of a head. Mm-hmm uh but it's not like the arms are like human length it's a guy i mean we know it's a hoax besides that mm-hmm. but if you were looking at these photos like look at that that's a guy
3: yeah that don't yeah uh, look how he's walking how his leg is angled and stuff when i first saw it because people were sending it to me like they thought it was real 100 mm-hmm. percent. and i was reading the description the john doe the sheriff's confirming it but they gave no like specific information mm-hmm. then i'm like okay red flags and then when I just looked at observed the pictures themselves, it's not what we typically would see or come across. What,
2: yeah, what we did, ag- what we would think of well, as normal uh, Sasquatch physiology or authentic. Yeah,
3: yeah, what we would both agree on at least from our research. And there was another one.
2: Uh, oh, now I'm blanking. There was another one that just came out too. Uh, another hoax. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh yeah, that's what it was.
2: And the guy that did it was it was the so the person that was hoaxing did not do it intentionally yeah it was a group of younger people uh i'm assuming like you know 20s they were doing a TikTok, and they had a guy in a, a sasquatch costume up on the ridge and they were filming him yeah on the other side of the ridge was another couple that filmed what they thought they were seeing as a sasquatch uh, okay and they were the ones that posted it and that the other the people that really filmed it were like no no no, it was us you know yeah, they yeah. came out pretty quick about uh, no, no, that's it's not, not real yeah it was yeah. us
3: which you don't want to be the ones filming the video trying to get it to go, and then someone else catches it and steals all your yeah, I thunder get it. and clicks yeah, see, and views. that was
2: one that's not malicious. That was one that, you know, they were – the people that were involved, nobody was hoaxing.
3: Yeah, on purpose. Yeah, even though it was uh, not real. Right, yeah. This is
2: a hoax hoax.
3: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree, and I get it. I get why the hoax has come. But, hey, if you guys ever see anything online anywhere – Send it to our Facebook page. We'll yeah. have a conversation about it. We'll discuss whether we think it's real or not, or yeah. we can confirm what is an obvious hoax or not as well.
2: Yeah, and then you can go and find like these pictures were disproven so fast because they'd been posted in 2013. Right. Yeah, and a lot of the people that've been in the Bigfoot community for a while, were like, oh, I've seen the, you know, I mm-hmm. get the same feeling. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't place them, but I'm like, I've seen these pictures, mm-hmm. and it's because it was they, they were claimed. They were claimed. I had it. Yeah, they're from. Oh, West Virginia in two thousand and thirteen is where they were claimed. But these, this certain group of photos, have been claimed in West Virginia, Kentucky, and Texas.
3: And you said, and th- th- this, these were posted from when we're recording now, which is April. You know, late April. We'll just call it that. These were posted mid-month when I first got started getting these sent to me. Yeah. Um. You said there was one in also West Virginia and also one in Texas. Yeah. Like yeah. from the states, are people saying it was the post themselves is from that state, or were the people con- sending so, it to you from that state?
2: No, 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 no the post was would place Ohio with West Virginia. Right, right. Replace a lake the lake with the West Virginia Lake. Right, right. And they were just changing it was basically the same post and just replacing the names.
3: Um, do you think what if this is a coordinated attempt to uh muddy Bigfoot waters right now for some reason. I don't think this is. Micro distractions.
2: I think people want this to be from where they
3: are.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think that's what most of this this certain stuff was that the people went oh I want Bigfoot in my area. I want Bigfoot in my exactly. area. Exactly.
3: Almost like that that there was a thought or theory, like if there's a story, like a crazy, you know, world event or anything, if it happens in your backyard, it's the biggest thing in the world, in well, the news. The clowns. Yeah. And if it goes like if it's from another country, like, oh, this building got blown up, you don't even care. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's from where you're from, yeah. it's like, Oh, it's the biggest thing in the world.
2: But you remember the clowns. There was a the when the clowns are big cr- yeah. and around the schools. Everywhere oh, yeah. and but the there was tra- yeah well there's the, the there was a set of trail camera photos of a clown and they were from five places in ohio and it was the same set of pictures really okay yeah and it just because they wanted to be like oh no it's from Hardin county oh no it's from piedmont county
3: just to drive up uh it just it's because it's interesting. Like i said, guess it's more exciting
2: when it's in your backyard whether it's scary exciting or whatever mm-hmm. it's the thrill is when oh it's out on you know county road 60
3: yeah. So is it is it an organic thing where
0: people I, personally, are
2: personally? I think this one's organic. Yeah, I'm not saying the government or anybody hasn't done just mm-hmm. big different disinformation stuff or discrediting stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is it. I personally think this one was organic. Yeah, because these just kind of pop up all mm-hmm. the time, right? This yeah, kind yeah. Of yeah. Stuff.
3: W- which is unfortunate.
2: Yeah, and it's just because somebody finds old pictures and wants the clout or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. they want. I think that's what this is
3: because I think a lot of people not only like. Yeah, you know, a lot of people do believe in Bigfoot. A lot of people don't. But at the end of the day, everybody, kind of, if they if they had something like they thought actually was real, they're gonna to want to share it. They want to be like, they want to think they got something here. You know, even if they think it's fake, if they see something that's real and they think it's real, they're gonna post it and be like, okay, check this out.
2: Yeah, I I think that's what more this is. Yeah, uh, to be more. Against the government-minded. I do think they've done stuff with disinformation. Mm. Harry and the Hendersons got blamed for that. I, I could see that. Because uh, they had they did have... A, the movie did have a grant from the government.
3: Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: But... So the grant was for to promote stuff with uh, the National Forest Parks. Because that's where hmm. a lot of it took place and was trying to get people out in the parks and stuff like hmm. that. Okay. That's what, that's what they say the grant was for. Right. Because it was mostly in the National Parks... And, it, you know, it just kind of showed, like, how the family was misusing the park, and he was just shooting whatever he wanted to shoot and stuff yeah. like that. And then it taught him the value of the park. Oh. That was what the Grant was supposedly Suppose, for. yeah. And I can see that. But, you know, a lot of the people that say it was just to make Bigfoot goofy. hmm But, if anything, I think it was more positive than negative.
3: Yeah, I would say so. Because it's it, a funny movie, and it's, and it's good hearted. Yeah, and... yeah,
2: but it's, yeah, it's not just comedy i guess right it's you know it's i don't know i like harry and the henderson's it's a good movie It's a good. I know, flick. I, I know a lot of bigfoot
3: people do not like harry and the Hendersons. really because it, it makes them so goofy yeah
2: but i mean that's a lot of people's first first you know thing you've have you seen harry and the henderson's
3: emily no you have not you gotta no. talk on these yeah no
2: okay. <laughs> i'm like the, the people at home can't hear you shake your head <laughs> Uh, but no, we'll have to watch it. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty fun, good. yeah. I love the ending.
3: John Lithgow's in it. It's a good one. I think mean, that's his name, right? The dad?
2: Third Rock from the Sun.
3: Yeah, that's John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. I like him.
2: I like him in Third Rock from the Sun,
3: too. It's a good good show.
2: All right, ready to move on?
3: Yeah, yeah. Bigfoot hoax. Fake stuff's out there. Yeah, We're, yeah
2: unfortunately. it's. And it we'll debunk be, it for you. I will, we will do our best and give you our opinions. Uh, yeah. I didn't have to debunk this one because it already had been. Well, and true. it was pretty... This is when I'm more confident saying that it's a hoax because it, it's very evident that it was a hoax. Right, original, yeah. Paper original, trail. Yeah, well, the original got debunked and then it got reposted. So it's not very good. There are others that are a little more convincing that are still probably hoaxes. I agree. Um, next, we're going to talk about the Pennsylvania Chupacabra. Oh, okay. And this... Uh, I have a big article here. I'm not going to read it all, but I'm just trying to... Get names right.
3: Um, when did when was this? I'm like... trying to
2: find where it's. said. This was a couple months ago. I okay. know that.
3: So we're looking February 2022. Let's just say let's just leave it at the yeah. month there.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, and it does it got called several different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so basically, Westmoreland County, Pennsylvania, is where the Humane Society was. That uh, so basically they got a call about a dog-like animal. That was half dead. Okay. Uh, they go to collect this thing. It has only four teeth and it's just, it's canines. Uh huh. It's mostly hairless blue eyes and it doesn't really look like a dog and it doesn't really look like a coyote, but it looks canid. Okay. It's definitely a canid,
3: a a size description on it.
2: Uh, roughly coyote size, 30 to 40 pounds. Okay. So not a big dog. Um,
3: I'm I'm getting an idea of, I'm Googling it right now, what it could be.
2: Um, there's a, there's a couple options. Um, but this fits the Texas descriptions of Chupacabra. There are oh. two Chupacabras. That are, there's two cryptids that fall under the same name. There's one that's very reptilian, gargoyle-like, and there's one that's dog-like. Okay. And this would be... Oh, sorry. I got Emily's cord all wrapped up on me. <laughs> this uh, example
3: would be... uh. The dog. The dog, okay. And it
2: fits the Texas ones pretty, pretty tight. Uh, the only thing that was missing was the bright blue eyes. Oh, okay. There was two of them killed in Texas, and they both had... Bright blue eyes. Bright, bright blue eyes. But we'll get back to that. Okay. That's kind of a, a thing. Um, anyways, so they get a call. This animal's half dead. Uh, it's a dog or coyote. The people that call in aren't very, very sure. Okay. Uh, so they go. This thing is what they assumed is manged out because it has no fur. It's kind or, of what it sounds like or to me. very little fur. Not everything that doesn't have fur is manged out, though. Yeah. Because uh, when you have mange... Your skin is very dry, rough, and scaly, and cracked. Hmm. Okay. Your skin is very, very bad because it's a skin disease. Oh. Your hair falls out because the skin is having so much trouble.
0: Kinda so like there's the...
2: other signs of mange, not just – have you ever seen have you ever seen a manged bear? I Oh, I have.
3: I've... Yeah, they look nasty. Yeah, right? they don't even look like a bear.
2: Even, it's not just they don't have fur. Yeah. Their skin has big white patches yeah. on it, you know, pus and stuff like that. They're nasty looking because it's a horrid disease mm-hmm. for mammals uh it's really rough it's just you know the hair falling out is one thing but then you you should have other signs you shouldn't just be hairless R- okay is that does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah. when you look at a, like a sphinx cat or something like that that are hairless you know they, they look normal they, they look they, hairless they're they, supposed they're to be hairless yeah but they don't look na- like uh, they don't <laughs> look like they're having skin problems
3: like a chinese crested dog that's what i was thinking the uh Shh. that this is well we'll get to something don't spoil stuff. Oh, sorry.
1: Jumping the gun.
3: Is that what you were going to say? It was no. Oh, close. <laughs> uh, so it ended up it actually ended up at a wildlife
2: rehabilitation center uh, because they thought it was a coyote.
3: This creature? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so
2: they start taking care of this thing, and it had a pretty good temperament. Uh huh. And then they started thinking it was domestic dog again. Yeah. Because they started, uh, you know, getting this thing back with fluids, uh, feed it and stuff like that, and it didn't act bad. It was very strange. It only had the the, the four teeth. It right. Was one report. Some people said it was just missing random teeth. Yeah. Which could be just as accurate. I don't want to spread misinformation. True. Because this could just be somebody really wanting to play up the chupacabra angle. Because mm-hmm. the ones in Texas only had their canines. Gotcha. Um. So, yeah, it never acted aggressive or distressed. Super friendly. Uh. So then they. So this wildlife center is like really starting to be like, we think it's some kind of weird dog, because it's like. You know, you got a coyote. You're trying to rehabilitate. It's going to try to eat you. Yeah, because it's a wild animal that's in a cage. That's obviously sick or injured. You know, wild animals when they are injured or sick are ten times more aggressive than they ever are. Right. Yeah. Because they have to be backed into a corner. Yeah. They feel like they're weak and stuff like that. So they like I got to be. I got to be really mean.
3: Right. Protect myself. Mm -hmm. At least appear dangerous.
2: Um, Yes. So. So here's where the the crazy stuff happens. So one night, they leave. Obviously, you know, the workers go home for the night. Right. They come back, and the cage door is completely ripped off. And it's a classic kennel, so it's not like... It's a light little metal and stuff like that. Yeah. Completely ripped off, destroyed. They said the cage was demolished. The room was tore apart. And the only way out was a little window about 10 foot off the ground... And it was, like, uh, the foot-tall windows yeah. for ventilation. Yep. And it wasn't open, but it was broke through. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so the director said it, this thing had to climb up the wall and get out. And bust its way yeah. out the window. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, oh, this just happened? Yeah. Dogs don't
3: climb. Do, no. Or bust windows, really. Carries
2: don't climb. Other canid relatives, maybe. Oh. Hmm. Um, so... I'm going to read this uh, word for word. This is about the DNA test they were doing. Okay. Uh, the results of the DNA tests were expected to take two to four weeks. Uh, so we will get answers out of the, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to read it word for word. Oh, man. They write a lot.
3: My, I'm in shock that I haven't, this wasn't on the news or something. It more, was. But, like, more prevalent. And I don't follow, like, the news every night or anything. But when things are important, they usually find their way... To me, I guess, if that makes sense. So, they still haven't got the DNA back.
2: And I think they did get it back, but it wasn't conclusive. Because hmm. uh, there was blood from it breaking out. Yeah. So they had plenty of blood to test. Um, But I'll give you some animals it could have been. Okay. You know what a Zolo dog is? No. The Mexican hairless dog. Okay. Oh, and I forgot to say that this thing it was purpley skinned. Okay. Uh, Mex- so all chupacabras have purple skin, as reported. The Mexican hairless dog has purple skin. Isn't Mm. that
1: what the dog in... um, Yeah, in
2: in the... Coco was? Coco, yeah. That's a Mexican hairless dog or a Zolo dog. Oh, that was a
3: good movie. Yeah. I like that one.
2: Uh, So they're purple to help reflect sunlight. They're hairless because they're from the desert. Gotcha, okay. Uh, Your leg. Yeah, sorry. I was like, what is that noise? I got
3: shaky leg syndrome. Um, So
2: that is an option. It didn't, to me, look like a Zolo dog. Um, there are pictures of this thing. Yeah.
3: Um, oh, there are? Yeah.
2: There are, there are tons of them. Um, it like the to, one... It looks this, like a classic chupacabra from Texas. This one here in Pennsylvania? Yes.
3: So where are the... Uh, we gotta see those pictures.
2: Look at Pennsylvania chupacabra. Okay. It'll be the first thing that pops up. A, uh, another thing was a dog... <clears throat> a dog-coyote hybrid known as a koi dog. A koi? Coy? Yeah, a coyote dog. Okay. Um, it did not fit any of those... Really? Um, Another thing. So here's one with the climbing. So, so far, none of the things we went over climb. Okay. Uh, Dogs are known for being bad climbers, as most breeds are. There are a couple breeds that climb, but not like this. Okay. Uh, Because you got to remember, scale a 10-foot vertical wall, a cinder block wall. That's just weird. Uh, Gray foxes. Oh. Are extremely good climbers. Okay. And they're dog-like. They're they're very canid like they're not I believe they're no that may be wrong on this, but I believe they're not true canids. Um Foxes aren't? Foxes I don't believe they are true canids. I think they're their own group. Oh really? But I may be wrong on that. I'm not uh, I'm trying to remember. Anyways. Grey foxes though are known for climbing. Okay. Uh they're really, really good climbers. Even that center rock wall? Yeah, I mean it wouldn't be I mean if he's really trying to get out. Yeah. But then the then you could account the temperate behavior mm-hmm. as just a side effect of being really sick
3: okay true yeah just being
2: weak and you can't really fight back mm. uh, i've been on some wildlife rescues and you get these animals that shouldn't be nice yeah and they're only nice because they're tired and, and they have no other option and then when they finally gain strength they go freaking nuts yeah uh i'm trying to think we had one with a bird a raptor uh i can't remember i think it was red tail hawk and he was like dead and peaceful he'd let you pet him and you fed him once, and then he was like, ah. <laughs> he <laughs> went back to normal. Throat. What yeah.
1: did you say they identified it as?
2: The chupacabra? Yeah. Uh, they, they never identified it. They had a couple options.
1: Because they said it.
2: You found a different article? Yeah, this one
1: says yeah. that they, through the blood testing 100%, it was a coyote.
3: Oh, there you go. That so was
1: being treated for mange before it escaped.
3: Hmm. Sounds like a very convenient answer to mm-hmm. post online and to, mm-hmm. uh, oh guys. Dust this one off. We're done. We figured it out. It's a coyote So no, yeah, I just
2: wanted to bring that up. Bacon's. They never, they never re-caught exactly. the animal. They never recaught it, as far as I know.
1: And then they said it chewed through the window seal and created an
2: escape.
3: Hmm. Yeah. The thing. Where's the security footage? Come on. Oh, that's a wildlife
2: rehabilitation center. They all got they them now.
3: Don't. Everything is under surveillance now. If you're a public building.
2: It's not a public building.
3: Oh, well, if you're. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Stop ruining my arguments.
2: Because it doesn't have to be a public wildlife rehabilitation center. There's a lot oh. of private ones.
3: And all private ones are also uh, uh, chipped and oh. uh, you got microphones in the walls. And Can
2: you imagine frigging chipping a coyote thinking it was a dog?
3: <laughs> Seeing what happens to it?
2: No, like because like, Doug has a chip in him. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Any other comments on the Pennsylvania Chupacabra? Uh I didn't believe this, st- like, I didn't think the story was that cool until it broke out. Yeah. Because I remember the day they were like, oh, Pennsylvania caught a chupacabra, and, and then it showed the thing, and then, like, a couple days later, the new art, new article, was like, yeah, it broke out, and I'm like, huh.
3: What if it didn't break out, though?
2: Well, that one second. Well, then I was like, huh, you know, it broke out, and then the guys, like, showed the video of, like, where the window was, and I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. How did it get, like... Because it wasn't near like a corner where it could kind of right right. It was just on the wall, ten foot up.
3: But what if what if somebody stole it? Stole it and that's the story they created, or what if they just used it for further testing, or they realized what it actually was? What well, the results came back and it is a chupacabra or something. Well, the,
2: what would the results come back as?
3: I don't know. They got there's so much stuff that we don't are uh, privy to. So the chupacabra out of Texas, they
2: they've gotten a couple of them. The ones taxidermied. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think they are cousins. Of the Zolo dog, uh-huh. I think they may be a uh, a more wild set. Yeah, and because Zolo dogs are missing teeth. Uh,
3: well, yeah, what if it's like a it's breeding with coyotes and stuff? That and, could be too, and, and then sc- just being its own thing. These traits. That
2: I think it, that's more likely what the hmm. American version of the Chupacabra yeah. is. Yeah, something like that. Because the Zolo dog has the blue hairless skin and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing. Zolo dogs have blue eyes. Okay, that was what I was coming back to with the blue eye thing. Yeah, this one uh, hmm. I don't think did.
1: It, no, it picture didn't. Picture-wise, it didn't Mm-mm. look like it did.
2: Uh, but like Zolo dogs have more often than not have blue eyes. They yeah. don't all have blue eyes, but more often than not,
3: interesting. They have like the the husky. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. The husky eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. Who knows? That's a that's a fun little story. Can't believe I never heard of it until just now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just but being they've so been close having
1: chupacabra sightings since 2015. In, In Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. Yeah. Hmm. I just saw thing when i was looking up it's
2: because the winters are getting oh. lighter Aha! Uh-huh, they are well yeah a hairless animal up here
3: not n- likely
2: possums don't go up much more than northern michigan or halfway through the lower peninsula of michigan really and because their tails are and you know, their tails or feet are exposed
4: right
3: yeah
2: and most of the time they they most if you go any possum above clare michigan most likely has frostbite on its fingers and its tail
3: oh wow poor little buggers. but that's
2: just because they're they're hairless on that little part of their body mm-hmm. now imagine you're completely hairless yeah Pennsylvania is a rough state to be in. It is, yep. not get. It's not Michigan. But it gets cold. But, yeah. If you don't got no hair, imagine it it'd be like us sitting out there naked.
3: Yeah, it ain't going to work. It's going to
2: be rough. Very. You're going to get frostbite on bits. Many bits. Many bits. <laughs> uh, Rest in peace, Gilbert Godfrey. But I just was watching his little thing with the penguin in. Uh, Samuel Jackson being Morgan Freeman narrating it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So you know how Samuel, that, or Morgan Freeman does the penguins, Marjorie of the penguins and Yeah, stuff? yeah. So Samuel actually did one, but Gilbert Godfrey voiced the penguin. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And he was like, and Gilbert Godfrey's like, I'm raising my nuts off. And he's like, <laughs> and uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? I just said his name. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson's like, penguins don't have testicles. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> Well, it's negative forty-five out here, <laughs> and, I t- and it would just—it would just make me laugh. God right. rest Gilbert God's.
3: Yeah, he's so funny.
2: I don't love the guy. He was—he he was a one of a kind.
3: Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, Best way to put it: unique fellow. Yeah.
2: Definitely funny. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready for these next two? Kind of go hand in hand. All right, yeah. Um, so this we're going to talk about a video we posted up on the Facebook page. Uh, that Jay brought to my attention. Uh, a it's, couple, weeks ago now, right? Yeah, yep. uh, It's a shape-shifting UFO. It's on, it's on the Facebook page. You can look it up. I watched the video. They don't really give you any information of where it was. Right. Uh, and I try to look it up and there really isn't a lot of information available. Um, but I got, I the only information I got that was in June of 2021. Okay. <laughs> so that was it. Um, but this very similar, it's a, uh, we talked about this before in the podcast, cone jellies. The yeah. deep sea organism. Uh, they are a, a jellyfish that doesn't have major tentacles coming out of them, but they kind of look like, they can look like a bell. They can look like a cone. They can look like a cylinder.
3: The videos I've seen, they shape shifted almost, it almost looks like they're shape shifting. Yeah. Well, all they are. Sorts That's of how they weird. swim. Right. Yeah.
2: Uh, they're pumping. Mm-hmm. They're using the whole body as a pump. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah. So this video starts off like a classic tube cone jelly and then it goes flat at one point and then opens back up and goes flat. very i mean if i it looks just like a cone jelly yeah if you were to put that in an ocean background that's what we'd all say it was blend right in that's what we say it was Mm -hmm. uh but this is taking a place from a a commercial flight i filmed it out the window
3: oh that's what it was yeah okay
2: and uh it's very unique uh it's like i said it's on the facebook page uh it's definitely worth looking what'd you guys think about you remember did you see the video why don't you look it up on the Facebook page real quick? Oh yeah,
3: get your opinion on it. I when I first saw it, I would have never thought jellyfish before. Before you taught me, you know, a little bit about that. Then when I when I first seen it, that was the first thing that popped in my head. I know before you told me, it, I wouldn't I wouldn't know what we were looking mm-hmm. at. Could even said it could be like a CGI fake or something. You know, because it just looks weird.
2: It does. It doesn't. I mean, biology is so wild. Right. It looks
3: very artificial. But it also looks like moving organically. If but that when makes you sense. look
2: into certain animals, you're yeah. like, okay. I mean, it looks identical to a cone jelly. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about cone jelly several times on this podcast. Uh, there's like four thousand species of cone jelly or something stupid. It's quite the range. And there's they discover them every all the time. New yeah, because there's uh, they're one of the probably one of the most widespread deep sea organisms. Yeah, uh, because jellyfish are just weird. The reproduction cycle is weird. Everything about them is weird. And they're ancient.
3: Um, so I'm sure they adapted in all sorts of weird ways, yeah, too. Yeah, if you want
2: to take conventional Earth timeline, which I know both of us don't really agree in for different reasons, mm-hmm. uh, it's like they're from 410 million years million? ago. Million. Yeah, but Earth, life on Earth has been around for 450 million years. Yeah. So they're... Pretty, they're one of the first guys that were multicellular organisms. A precursor of life, I guess well, you could say. And they really haven't changed much. Uh, right, exactly. A bunch of eyes, no brain that we can tell. I think they have a different type of central nervous system we haven't really discovered yet. Yeah. Because uh, right now they've done with cone jelly, or not cone jelly, with box jellyfish and stuff, uh... Do you like how they just name jellyfish after their shapes? And right. Yeah.
3: Very simple. The video. <laughs> For a complex organism. Yeah. Well, it's
2: not. It's weird. It's not, but it is. But they can maneuver through obstacle courses.
3: Yeah. Like like it's nothing.
2: Yeah. But but they shouldn't be able to.
3: Yeah. Because they shouldn't have the brain capacity to do that. Right. They
2: shouldn't. Because well, they, they, or cause they operate off a simple nerve system. Mm. As far as we can tell. So they should just kind of crash into things because their reaction time shouldn't be that good.
3: Yeah, like they're almost like they should just be reacting to everything rather than yeah, as
2: it's happening. Yeah,
3: and not not pre planning, pro- proactively. Yeah. yeah, navigating.
2: All right, but yeah, so you can't find it on the Facebook page. Mm-mm. It's on there.
1: Well, I didn't see it.
3: Maybe it got removed because we were we were exposing truth. We could always repost it too. We might have to repost it after this episode
1: i don't know how far ago you guys
3: posted it a couple weeks a couple weeks ago it's like an it's like a news uh article you know the anchors are like behind the dash go look what we found isn't this scary and weird and they're trying to freak you out
2: this one
3: yeah that one there she found it but yeah um that's what i think Why else would they put that on the news like other than this have the anchors you know act all scared and whatnot What's the point of that? It's not even news with the way they represent it. They're like, oh, look at this weird, scary thing. It's scary, and oh my gosh, look at this, guys. You They're, should all be scared. They, they
2: weren't even saying it was scary when I just watched it last night. It was really? just like They were just like, oh, it's so weird.
3: Yeah, basically that.
2: You know, that's pretty much what it is. They're like, UFO. Yeah. And I think a lot of our, and we've talked about this a hundred times now, a lot of our UFOs are some kind of upper atmosphere organic creatures. Uh, and I think this one was a little low. Yeah. Uh, and it, I think it was actually dying. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I think it was trying to go back up, but it couldn't. It couldn't,
4: yeah.
2: Uh, we have the same thing. So I compare it to the deep ocean a lot because these, these systems are very similar. Uh, mm-hmm. Vastness systems. But when or, deep-sea organisms come up to the top and they warm up, they can't go back down. Yeah. And then they die.
3: Okay. Or if they come up too fast, too. like That's
2: different. But, yeah, they do, yeah. I'm saying if they come up to the top and they get too warm... It's like if you dive too low and you get too whatever, mm-hmm. you you can't go back up. It's too you know it's too hard on your body. Right. Your body's built light like that, especially if your body's built to, out of viscous membranes. Right,
3: to be the up light, in the air,
2: to be that big and be that light. And that's saying they can't weigh tons, but they're just, that's why they're huge or they're spread out. They're like right, like hmm What would you think, Tim?
1: I mean, it kind of looks like a jellyfish, but at the same time, it also just kind of looks like a portal thing
2: i seen somebody else in the UF group say that. Like
3: a portal opening. They thought it was a portal. Yeah. I mean, both are... I wouldn't rule either of them out.
2: Jellyfish are the portals.
3: Oh. We just discovered... Uh, I think that could be something. They got a special powers, we don't know, to open up portals.
2: It's accidental.
3: They're the gatekeepers.
2: Well, what if it's a defense mechanism to get away?
3: Oh. And then letting they other creatures warp. through? Yeah. See, we keep spraying chemicals into the atmosphere. It's throwing off their stuff, and now it's letting more stuff through. Okay,
2: most commercial flights that are releasing those chemtrails, quotation marks, are way below their habitat as far as we can tell.
3: Well, we don't know how those uh, things might disperse amongst the atmosphere after they're released.
2: Well, I think if they were that low, you'd see them. Oh no! You talking about the chemicals? Chemicals, yeah. Yeah, they, they they could
3: go disperse up and they could go straight up into the very,
2: depths. very few things would go straight up into the atmosphere.
3: Oh, well, we helium don't... and hydrogen, for example. Could be, they could have that in there? But it's already up there, right? I don't know. Metal shavings—they're putting I, up there with it. And... I don't
2: think that. I don't think chemtrails or anything. I think it's too obvious. Hmm. Not saying the government wouldn't spray you with stuff. Oh, because they have and they do. But I don't think that's what that is.
3: It's just roundup. They're spraying up in the sky and making it rain down. It's a
2: lot of wasted roundup.
3: No, not what I don't know. That's a whole other topic.
2: Okay. Anyways, we have a person that's on the page uh, is going to remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. But they sent us a story where they witnessed another atmospheric manta ray. So this or, will,
3: yeah, this would be our first account, right? Yeah. Uh, our First personal personal account. account. Yep. Very cool person. And he wrote
2: this out for us, so we'll read it. Who wants to read it? Okay. Okay, so Emma's going to read his account. Oh, well, I said his, but...
3: That's all right. We can give away gender. I think. So
2: it's just the, the ones purple. ones you highlighted. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. And then do you want me to do the year and stuff, too? Yeah, just
2: say all that information.
1: Okay. So in June 2021, there was a... Oh, Hang on. I'm not reading all of that, but back in 2001-2002 time frame, a friend and I was laying on the hood of a car talking and looking up at the night sky. We were talking about the stars and personal relationship type stuff. It's a clear night in Kansas and the stars are very visible and the moon had a good amount of light in the sky. As we were talking, we both paused for about 30 seconds as we see something very large flying gracefully just above the tree line. It was flying slow and its wings moved like that of a manta ray. The front of its head was slightly longer than what a manta ray's head is like, but it moved slowly as well. It made absolutely no noise and produced no wind that should have disturbed the trees only about 30 feet below it. You could see through it the same as looking through clear gelatin and making out the stars on the other side of it. I thought maybe I was tired and my mind had imagined it. I feel tears welling up and my eyes due to the awe-inspiring event that, that happened but brush the thought aside. I looked at my friend sitting next to me And she's bawling and I asked did you see that I asked her if she saw something flying too I tried to be as vague as possible To make sure we saw the same thing and it was Mind you this was in Kansas Nowhere near a body of water Closest river was about 50 miles away Its size was closer to an airliner Maybe a little smaller Died to depth and perception Completely silent though And the movement was very creature like Not that of something man made
2: Mm. So, the emotional response, uh, me and him talked about this, Uh, is very similar to people when they first see whales. Oh, okay. Uh, People, uh, it's very common for whale watchers to the first experience they have with whales. They cry and they don't know why. Interesting. And it's just, I think it's this part of our brain. We're seeing something so big and Mm -hmm. majestic that we know is not going to hurt us. Yeah. That is, you know, I don't know. It's just something that's just like... All ins- like he said, awe-inspiring. Right. You see this, the size of what do you say an airliner? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, 150, 200 feet long, mm-hmm. even at jelly, that would be monstrous. Oh yeah. From weight, yeah, well, I-, I mean, you're talking something that's you know three or four football fields maybe.
3: You're right. Just hovering over the or flying over the trees,
2: yeah. real slow. And he said it wasn't causing any breeze or nothing,
3: which is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It. You wonder what's really up there. I mean, that's I can imagine that whole scenario in my head, like I can picture it.
2: And you say it was clear and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I wouldn't even know how to react, I might probably cry too. I mean, that's just it's
2: <laughs> seeing something uh, I want to see one so bad, yeah, just so immense. I he's probably got the coolest encounter I've ever heard of one of these. I agree. Um, the one that was very similar in shape but not in size was the Ohio River one we talked about. Mm-hmm. And I think that one was either laying eggs or filter feeding.
3: Right. Uh, Which maybe that's what this one was doing too, filter feeding. But yeah, it, it, being so low though kind of makes me think maybe it got too low. It's struggling to get back up. Maybe I mean, that's that could why be, it was in it could, Kansas.
2: It could be, yeah. I mean, you're talking, when you're that high up, distance on the ground is nothing. Right, yeah. Because trajectories. hmm You know, so he could have accidentally ended up there or... There was a body of water maybe nearby that wasn't a big body of water, but you might have been using it for re- – I think they bre- – personally, that's just my theory. I think they breed in the water. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we see a lot of these UFOs that come back to the ocean and stuff like that, the water.
3: And have you seen like uh, when people – like when there's a huge storm or tornado or something out in like a swampy area or just place of water, like these gelatinous – Star jelly? E- like egg sacks are always yeah, we found. Yeah, talked about this. Yeah.
2: Remember? Uh, yeah we did reasons yeah Uh, there's well every one of them is different there's 15 different things that could be that are explainable and there's a couple that aren't explainable Mm. uh but yeah so tore up you know atmospheric creatures is one of them reproductive materials another uh but there are funguses and molds that pop up after big storm systems that are slimy okay oh Uh, okay a lot of that is yeah yeah uh we had one at the house that was one day we came out and the whole yard was green sludge and it was a uh, slime mold. We had to spray stuff on. Oh, okay. And it was because it was after a, a, like three or four days of a storm system. Yeah, it's perfect for it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't fall from the sky, but it looked—you know—it looked spacey. Gotcha. Okay. And it looked like slime from Ghostbusters.
3: Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh,
2: but it definitely. I mean, just I'm so glad he shared this with us because yeah, we, pretty- there's like he was talking. We had a conversation. Why he found us is because we had the Ohio River Manta Ray. And mm-hmm. he looked up and it just... It fit his description close enough where he's like, you just don't hear a lot of this. Right, at all. Yeah. it's They're rare to people. And I don't think their sightings are as rare as people think. I think it gets attributed a lot to UFOs. Yeah. People see a thing... Like we just talked, the first Willard UFO one, I think may have been a, a similar creature. Mm-hmm. The big wings and stuff like that.
3: That's what gets me. Because it seems like there's two... Types of atmospheric creatures that are you big. have the
2: classic jellyfish, uh, you know, shape, and you have like the, a blob almost. Yeah, and then you have manta ray ish, right? Which is more of a wings. glider, yeah, a, a glider giant type glider. thing. Yeah, and, and it, that's what manta rays are. Mm-hmm. They glide in ocean currents. That's mm-hmm. that it's a convergent evolution where the body plan is designed to be a big filter feeding glider. Yeah, whale mm-hmm. sharks have it. Manta rays have it. Uh, there was a the biggest fish ever it was called Leuciscthes, mm-hmm. and it had it. Hmm. Uh, and it just, that's, when you're a giant filter, whales, I mean, whales glide, and that's why their side fins are humongous. Yeah. Because they try to get in ocean currents.
3: And just and ride just the wave. Ride. Yeah. And it's and energy efficient. They're, and they're gigantic.
2: Well, that's, that's another thing with open water environments. Yeah. Uh, it's called open ocean gigantism. Mm. When animals that live in the open ocean that never come into coastlines, they get giant mm-hmm. because they don't have restrictions. Right, yeah. And it's actually... You think it's more cost negative for food when you get that big? It's actually more cost positive because it takes you less energy to travel farther to find food. Right. Yeah. And So that's why animals get massive in these open environments.
3: Bigger mouth, more food to eat. Yeah. It just
2: it's when your wings are two hundred foot long. Yeah. You can glide a lot farther on one flap.
3: Especially when, yeah, and you're eating little stuff. It's not like you're using that to hunt things.
2: I think uh, they may have some kind of a propulsion system where they actually pull in air and push it out as they're they're feeding.
3: Well, with his account, it kind of sounds like that too, because the way he said, you know, the wings are flapping, but it's not disturbing anything Mm -hmm. under it. If they were really using the wings to propel themselves, it would push the trees. I think think they propulse. Kind of like a Dyson fan. Yeah, something like like that. Sucks in one side and just pushes it Mm -hmm. out the other. Maybe that's where they got their ideas. Dyson. Oh, there you go. They're yes. capturing atmospheric jellyfish and putting them in wind tunnels and seeing how they uh, work.
2: <laughs> Will you look up how big an airliner is?
3: <laughs> jumbo jet.
2: It's a, he says airliner.
3: What should be like a? I'm assuming a Boeing, commercial, whatever yep. commercial flight. He
2: said a jumbo? Yeah, look at yeah. Boeing 757. That's the most common
3: airliner. Yeah, airliner
2: yeah. on the market right now.
3: Oh, I. They're, they are approximately uh, really big. Oh, I mean, uh, they're wide, not small. And they're really long, too.
1: 125 foot in wingspan and 155 in length.
3: Okay, that's so pretty big.
2: Big.
1: Uh, Sorry in advance, because you're hearing Tala
2: oh, destroying yeah. the, food. The tortoise is digging because we fed her. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I could hear,
1: like, <laughs> scraping. <Yeah. laughs> like, Emily, what do you
2: think about this? Okay. I mean,
1: it sounds like, I don't know. I mean, I didn't believe it. Oh, I believe
2: him. It just, yeah. I think they're
3: just. I believe it, and I think he got a very rare glimpse into something. I,
2: yeah. I, I told him that. I think he was. I hope. Yeah, I think he agreed. Uh, very blessed mm-hmm. to have an encounter of this nature. It's like a small so bigfoot. Large. Yeah. Be able to I think it's a lot rarer it. to see one this close mm-hmm. than a Bigfoot. Oh, I agree. Because we have like 3,000 Bigfoot reports a year in the right. US. Yeah. I think we have three of these total like ever yeah three or four of these manta rays mm-hmm. uh the jellyfish are a lot more common yeah uh the true manta rays are a lot rarer and I, I think it's because they 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 don't come down very yeah. often
3: do, do you think uh i've seen videos of like manta ray like creatures up in the atmosphere that i never knew what didn't make sense to me before but now obviously it does but you can only see them through certain cameras, like infrared cameras and stuff. Uh,
2: there, I've heard stuff like that. That uh, well,
3: I've also seen like videos in outer space too of the same thing.
2: I don't think they go into outer space. Mm-hmm. I think they're true Earth organisms. That I think they may be in the troposphere. Yeah, which is
3: on the edge. Maybe that's what the videos were yeah. showing.
2: And there's some talk that they can actually spread out their membranes even little, bigger. Yeah, yeah, to flatten out. And they'd be almost invisible at that point. Right. So if you have a certain camera that may be catching a different light wave, yeah, they might show better on a different camera.
3: And it was not weird. Not saying
2: that they're truly invisible in our light waves. Right. Which just is
3: what some people have claimed. Much harder to detect. Just harder. And like, like I've seen
2: jellyfish in the water that are almost invisible. Vis-
3: yeah. It's almost like what you said about the Predator, like the movie The Predator. Yeah, when he's in glimmer. the glimmer. Yeah. You could just see the shape sort of, but it's just there, and but that, it's not. But,
2: and some some people do think that they can flatten out
3: mm-hmm. and that's just a way to glide more efficiently. It makes sense when to you're me. not feeding.
2: Yeah. You know, you kind of flatten out and just go.
3: And you see uh, actual cone jellies on camera that do that. Yeah, they they do flatten them. out just like a pancake and it's f- a defense mechanism. Yeah. They look cool. And then they get sucked up by a boat propeller and you yeah, turn to dust. Yeah. Like when you punch a Dover, Dover Demon. And I punch it. All right. <laughs> Ready? Nope. Anything else? nope nope i love that that's a great story i'm uh, yeah, thankful thank for him contacting us and i hope we get more like this because this is awesome i will
2: take every one of them yeah oh yeah uh it, it's truly amazing all right so i got a question for you
3: okay is
2: bigfoot a giant lemur
3: i don't know but i think you might have to try to convince no, no. me
2: I, yes or no no mm, no nope. is bigfoot a giant lemur
3: Life or death? I answer. I don't
1: think so, but I mean, I don't really know anything about lemurs. No, so.
2: well, they're primates. Well, I know that. But I mean, like... I'll say they're considered primitive primates or old-world primates.
3: Hmm. I like that. Um. There was lemur-like
2: organisms with the dinosaurs.
3: Hmm. They
2: weren't. They weren't true lemurs.
3: But lemur-like, yeah.
2: You remember dinosaurs, the Disney movie?
3: Yeah.
2: The, the little. I haven't seen
3: that in a long time. The
2: little lemurs that rode on Alatar.
3: Okay. I was thinking of they Dinosaurs were, the Show.
2: I don't think they were lemurs.
3: But lemur-like.
2: They were lemur-like. I don't think true primates developed for some time after that. Anyways.
3: So what What, what um, prompted that question?
2: Oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> no. So there's been a couple. So DNA is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking from uh, experience. True. Um, when you are testing, like say eDNA, I did that. So you're only testing uh, samples against other samples. Okay. To find out if you have hits for these or not. Gotcha. And it's only as good as your database is.
3: It's only what you've gotten collected yes. really before. Yeah,
2: that you know of. That you've seen this organism. We it took its DNA sample, so now you can test mm-hmm. other. You know. And we it's very we used it for. Uh, endangered species and stuff like that, so we could even see if their DNA's in the system. Gotcha. Okay. Because uh, it, you know, it, it, it was a, it's a tool to tell you they might be left, because eDNA can be wrong. It's you know, but somebody had started doing really big swaths, which are expensive mm-hmm. for DNA for Sasquatch and Dogman. Oh, both. Yes. Okay. And I think it's only happened three times, but because I don't think it's been tested a whole lot. But there's been lemur hits mm-hmm. and unidentified lemur, but in the lemur genus, you yes. can tell. So that kind of prompted, uh, I don't know if I have who wrote this original
3: article of the article. Article or prompted the thought of this.
2: But lemurs, okay. So yeah, I don't know who wrote this original article that I, prompted my thoughts, but I have a little bit of stuff on it. Uh, lemurs in nature. Are some of the rare or not one of the some of the most exclusive and shy of all the primates. Mm-hmm. Uh, even big populations that we know are there can be very hard to track down. Yeah, they are not friendly, like not friendly, but they're normally not mean. It's not like a chimp where you got to worry about it coming to kill you.
3: Was uh, Zabumafu a lemur? Yes. Okay.
2: It was a ring-tailed lemur, the okay. most famous lemur.
3: Gotcha. That's what I. What, that's the image that was popping my head when you say mm-hmm. lemur. So
2: most lemurs on Madagascar, I don't believe all. I did a little research on that. Um, but lemurs were on the mainland for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just most of the famous species are now on Madagascar because gotcha. they're their only primates there and they diversified crazy. Everything from the eye, uh, which is, has one super in- long finger and gigantic eyes. Hey, yep. I've seen that one. Um, like you said, zulufu or Ring-tailed lemur, which is probably the most famous and they're the most famous pets. Yeah. Uh, as far as primates go, they make, I don't think, I don't think any primate's a good pet. Yeah. But they're. Probably some of the best. Oh really? Yeah.
3: Is that why you got his own show?
2: Yeah. Well that he had a really good uh really good talent agent.
3: It, true, yeah. Um
2: <laughs> so this kind of prompted the idea that the Lemur theory answers a lot of questions about Sasquatch we have. Okay. So we talk about other let's talk about great names. So most people think Sasquatch is a descendant of one of the great ape lineages mm-hmm. that includes ourselves, mm-hmm. gorillas, orangutans, chimps, uh, even gibbons. I've heard the gibbon theory that they are somewhere in the gibbon branch. Okay. Uh, so, of the great apes, um, no great ape alive today has the reflective eye membrane to see at night. Uh, so, a Sasquatch would either have to be a very, very ancient. Or would have to re-evolve that, right? Which would be very difficult.
3: A new, uh, what's that called? A uh, mutation? Yes. Like have the develop yeah. that mutation? And it's
2: very difficult to do. It took a long time the first time, mm-hmm. and it would be very hard after you lost it to bring it back.
3: And that the, we're talking about that reflective yellow color. Oh yeah, membrane. Yeah,
2: the green yellow. Yeah. Have. Every animal is different in color based on species, but it's the same membrane. Gotcha. Uh, like why crocodiles are red, alligators are red, because it's mostly their blood flow in their eyes. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, anyways, reflective uh the translucinum, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Translucinum perkinum. Oh, I don't know. I think that's what the membrane's called.
3: It sounds good enough. I mean, You're the biologist. Yeah, hell yeah. It's, a, yeah.
2: So lemurs have this, though. Okay. So a lot of lemur species have it. Not all of them. A lot of them, like the eyes, is crazy big. Yeah. Like they can see better. They can see super good at night. Like hmm. it's like day to them. I seen a little video that they showed how like IIs uh, sees and it's almost just as good as daylight. That's pretty awesome. And they don't see very good at day because it's just too much light. Yeah. They sleep during the day. But at night it's like they with the littlest amount of light reflection. They can absorb all It's like all you that. walking through the daylight, like the woods in the daylight. Yeah. And um, it's crazy. And then... Lemurs, there's tons and tons of lemur species that are so closely related that look so different. They Mm -hmm. interbreed. Oh, okay. Uh, That's kind of like the Bigfoot versus Dogman theory, why some have a snout, why some don't. Because lemurs have some, lemurs don't have snouts, some do, but they can still interbreed. Yeah, yeah. So it's core species with subspecies in it that can interbreed, and they talk about that kind of stuff with the the Bigfoot and Dogman being the same, or that's why some in the South look different than some in the North. Right,
3: yeah. Even though, almost like dog breeds. Yes, very similar to dog it, breeds. They right. can look
2: very dramatically different, but can most most dog breeds can interbreed with most dog breeds. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what they talk about. Some lemurs can see infrared. Oh, okay. In which would make sense for the why Bigfoot avoid trail cameras so well. Yeah, it's an infrared laser.
3: You, yeah, it's a spotlight pointing out at you. I would avoid it too.
2: And then. There was a uh, Archeodrius front in totally is an ex- extinct giant lemur. Uh, okay. It was roughly the size of a gorilla. Uh, you could get up to about 500 pounds. Had a very short stubby tail and was very gorilla-like in nature. So lemurs did get big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually think, I've seen a lot of cranium examining. They think they were very intelligent. Yeah, like chimp, gorilla level intelligence, which does not get attributed to lemurs very often, but it's not true. Lemurs are very smart, mm-hmm. uh, but they they have this whole primitive nature like connotation on them, so everybody thinks they're. Very dumb, dumb as far right. as primates are concerned.
3: Almost, honestly, almost kind of like when people think of human beings back in like oh the cavemen yes, stuff. They think they were dumb. They like, weren't primitive. Dumb. They're yeah. not. Yeah, they're just like you and me. But that's
2: my biggest thing with ancient aliens. That I hate it.
3: Yeah, it's because they take
2: every ancient people as dumb, dumb as a rock. They're not. No, they were probably smarter than us in most ways. I agree. They could build and feed their shelf and stuff like that. How many of us can feed ourselves today?
3: Exactly. Yeah, Is I can. That- you could yeah yeah is
1: it the show with the guy that has the yes. crazy
3: hair Giorgio suculose which i like him i like him it's just i don't like I how can't everything
2: because of what how he
3: acts yeah it's like everything to him is
2: everything everything is an alien
3: but at the same time i do enjoy some of his perspectives and thoughts on things but he gets lost in the wash and then once he eventually he always gets to the point where every
2: blind squirrel finds a nut
3: yeah Oh, it's kind of like um, you could relate him to the kind of like Todd standing in the Bigfoot world. Whether I don't know him that well, I don't know him personally, but just from what I gather in the community, it seems like he is kind of out there. Everything's like Les Stroud said. Everything to him is a Bigfoot. Every noise, everything's a Bigfoot. But he does seriously get into some stuff that makes you wonder. Like, okay, this is seems legit. Yeah,
2: I think he does have. I think he does have good stuff, and I think he does go overboard and some yeah. stuff.
3: So it's kind of a turn off. It's it's hard to it's hard to watch because you're like. Yeah, yeah. Not
2: saying nobody's there. Nobody's, nobody's perfect. Nobody's yeah. perfect. But that's just, just kind of the same I feelings I feel yeah. for
3: that towards that Giorgio. Because, all right. So, what do you think about the lemur? I like it. I've, there's a lot of ideas there that
2: it's not fully fleshed out yet. It's pretty new. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot, you know.
3: Well, and like I told you off air, lemurs are from are leftovers oh. from Lemuria. That's yeah. An old Atlantis, Atlantis type. It's like wasn't it like Atlantis's Pacific. rival? Yeah,
2: Pacific Atlantis.
3: A Pacific or I've heard in the Indian Ocean. It's the same. At that
2: time, it was the same thing.
3: Right, right. I've heard uh, Lemuria stretch from Madagascar all the way to India. There's a landmass there. And that's where you know a lot of these old creatures came from. Even lemurs. That's why they're only found in Madagascar for the most part, right? It's Mm. from that ancient time and land. You called them an old world creature, but what if... Old world primate. Old world primate. There we go. What if, that, isn't,
2: it, that doesn't mean what that means. Well,
3: but, but it, there might be something to it that you're not even realizing. What it
2: means is that it's... Anyways, the first continents that white people discovered versus the last continents white people discovered.
3: Oh, wow! Well.
2: Like, anything in
3: South America
2: is a New World primate.
3: Oh, I gotcha. Well, still, the thought... Doesn't mean the species are
2: older or younger
3: than any other species. <laughs> right, but in my head it did. And that's that's... Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, ancient Lemuria and okay, lemurs. Long, that's so. where lemurs are from. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's a Bigfoot. It is a Bigfoot uh, predecessor, ancient uh, family member. I, I or don't know. Or what if. It's definitely something to chew on. What if someone who ever created human beings to, or however we were made is just spliced from different things and the lemur gene was spliced into making us and stuff? Who knows? Could be something there.
2: No, no. Just something to think about. Yeah. All right. So now the creme de la creme. The one
3: we've all been waiting for.
2: The ivory-billed woodpecker is back from extinction.
3: Guess who's back.
2: Back again. And why this is so Shady's important back. is this is a creature that went extinct. Um, Let me find. 1944. Okay. Long time ago. Yeah. Was claimed to be seen in early 2000s by a kayaker. Said one followed him around. Um, Will you pick her up and put her in the cup? <laughs> yeah. The tortoise is digging, and we can just hear it shoveling stuff. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Just put her in the cup in the in the tub, <laughs> or in that bowl. I don't know
1: which one it
3: is. The the one making noise.
2: Anyways, what's so? And nobody believed this guy, because uh, he he didn't claim he seen an ivory build woodpecker. He said he claimed to see a massive crazy colored woodpecker. Yeah. And in that area, so that's in Arkansas, what we're going to talk about is Louisiana, which, so this is a southern species that lives in the timberlands of the swamp. Yeah. Um, but heavily... She doesn't really fit. We'll just put her back in there and just... We're almost done. Uh, anyways, so heavily populated areas and, you know, went extinct de- deforestation and actually feather hunting. Oh, okay. A lot of
3: birds went extinct Well, you just said... Uh, what do ivory billed woodpeckers have like a cool color pattern or They're something? Crazy colors. Really? Yeah. Like a tropical. They look bird tropical. Ones? Yeah. That's awesome.
2: But most woodpeckers do.
3: I I gotta look one up real quick. Yeah. But as you're going on.
2: But so the National Avian and Project Principles, uh, they spent three years in Louisiana tracking these birds. They were the guy. Oh, I'm trying to find his name so I can give him credit. Stephen Latta, the director of the Conservation and Field Research. Okay. Um uh, they have videos and photos from 2009 or 2019 through 2021. Um basically this article is huge and I suggest you all go read it. Yeah, they're very pretty.
3: Very pretty birds.
2: A uh, big too. And that's the actually that's not an ivory bird look like. Oh. But that's his cousin. But they look the same. That's why like they get like there's a taxidermied one.
3: Look at these all—all all these dead ones on this yeah. picture.
2: Yeah, but see, they have a lot of variants. They have a northern species that looks very similar.
3: That's awesome.
2: Now, but so why this is important? Not just for the ivory billed woodpecker, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, a creature that was hunted and deforested to extinction, mm-hmm. supposedly, wasn't seen for the better part of seventy years. That's craziness. Seventy years in a populated area. Where people are out constantly. Fishermen, kayakers, like the first guy in 2001 seen know from kayak. He was kayaking and followed him around. Yeah. And they were reportedly friendly. Yeah. Uh, they kind of had a weird, curious nature of them. There's a picture, of, a famous picture of a lumberjack having one on his shoulder. Oh, cool. It was his buddy.
3: I think I just saw that picture when I was Googling.
2: Yeah, and it was the guys that were killing them all.
3: Oh, no way. And it's just hanging out on his shoulder. Well, it's just
2: because it was the lumberjack that was always in the woods and they kind of got friendly. Right there it is. Yep, yep. They had a couple of them. But yeah. Those are the people that were wiping them out and they didn't even know it.
3: That's awesome. Oh, not awesome. They're wiping them out.
2: So, and the guy the first couple of times they were seen, like, no, no, they can't be. You know, they haven't been seen for 70 years. Uh Populated areas. You know, this isn't a creature from northern Canada. This is a creature from Louisiana, Arkansas, where there's a lot of people. Yeah. You know, you don't think these states have a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Uh Um, And a lot of people out all the time. In the woods. You know, a lot of people that go out in the woods that make their living from... Nature and stuff like that. It's Especially like, in Louisiana,
3: Arkansas, yes. like, a lot.
2: There's no... like yeah. Swamp people? Yes. I mean, I lived uh, that life. I would go down and help a guy commercial fish. That's awesome. And this is a sign for other creatures in the same boat that we need to take a harder look at stuff, like the trilocene, mm-hmm. which has pictures that I believe are authentic, that people get. that They were declared extinct in the 60s, but they were actually extinct in the 40s, like the woodpecker. Yeah. And they were just hiding out long enough mm-hmm. to start bouncing back, and that's all it takes—is just
3: animals hiding out long enough, just to be left alone long enough to survive. Because we're the ones wiping them out in the first place.
2: But this is—I I, mean—the ivory woodpecker has always kind of been the last 20 years. They've kind of been making a comeback. Or... Well, they—they they, people have been talking about them. Yeah, like, oh, they're yeah. back. Oh, they're back. And they get put in with Bigfoot stuff. Like, I there was a funny meme. It has a bigfoot and ivory of woodpecker and a Nessie. Oh, they're together. all blurry in the photo. Oh,
3: that's hilarious.
2: And because that's a lot of the first ivory woodpecker photos were super blurry, out of yeah. focus.
3: Uh huh. Um,
2: but they're back. I
3: mean, this is a. Do they do they really have ivory bills?
2: The, the their bills white.
3: It's white, but it's, it's got it, white stripes. It's not ivory. It's Ivory's not a actually... mammal thing. Well, that's why. F- that's what I thought. But I just thought maybe this is some ivory.
2: Is a certain type of tooth in mammals. Okay.
3: Okay. Uh, or tusk, uh, even? Or is tusk a tooth? T- tusk is a tooth.
2: Okay. It's Yeah, it's a certain type of tooth. Okay. Uh, like elk have ivory. Oh, cool. They're okay. The only, Elephant. uh, elephants, hippos have ivory. Right, yep. Not all hippo teeth are ivory, but therefore tusks are ivory. Oh,
3: wow, okay. Um, don't rhinos
2: uh, have... That's not ivory. That's a horn. What?
3: But it's sought after. Yeah, yeah. it's it's hair. Oh, oh it's, uh, yeah, uh, what's that called, uh, keratin?
2: Yeah, teeth are bone. hmm. It's interesting a, yeah ivory is a very certain type of tooth
4: yeah
3: um it's super
2: strong hmm. but elk use them as their bugle teeth that's the only teeth they have that are ivory oh cool okay so that's how they make that weird call yeah is their bugle teeth luke has a pair of them oh sweet
3: elk. okay Oh, uh, but yeah i just want to clear that up
2: but yeah so it's just crazy this this is a huge article well the birds are
3: are really pretty too they're big they're black, very large they're very large white
2: yeah Probably a three-foot wingspan on some of the bigger Oh, wow. It's uh, so like big crow, raven size. Yeah,
3: because yeah, that picture didn't do a scale justice. Well, that was a young one. Yeah. You know,
2: and the guy's head. You yeah. Know, it was a baby. That's, its head wasn't red yet. Yeah, okay. So GMOs have black heads.
3: Gotcha. Yeah, and they have big, red, feathered mm. heads. Yeah, Woody the Woodpecker was an example of what... Oh, okay. Knew I've seen them somewhere.
2: Yeah. But this is just crazy because it's a sign- for other species that are in the same boat, they still need protection because mm-hmm. that's what it's more about is that uh, species that are cryptic, not cryptid, cryptic, I right. worked with cryptic species, Yeah. Uh, need protection too because people say they're extinct because they don't want to deal with the l- rules and laws protecting them. Like uh, when I worked in a certain state, Iowa darters were the one that were on the, the chopping block. What was it? An Iowa darter. It oh. was a super rare little fish.
3: Certain states. I wonder what state that was in.
2: Not in Iowa. Oh,
3: okay. Never they're, mind. They're in Ohio too. Oh, okay. Like, they, Never they mind. Just,
2: <laughs> they just get named after a state. Yeah. Other uh, in Michigan and a couple other states. Gotcha. Uh, they're a Midwest species, so they're pretty much found. I think most of the states of the Midwest. Okay. Uh, but the the, spe- the anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but the the certain state wanted to get rid of their protection because they said they're not there anymore. Yeah, and we found them. Oh, you found okay. Yeah. So you're yeah. the guy. In that situation, yeah. Yeah. It's just, Heck yeah. It, they're hard to find because they're still, I mean. They're endangered. I mean, they're critically endangered. Yeah. And the Ivory woodpecker is critically endangered. Mm-hmm. But I think it's still, I can't remember if, so this will change. This just came out recently. Yeah. Like real recently, his report, and after three years of study. Yeah. And scientific papers take a long time and stuff like that. So, I don't know if they've been taken off the extinct and back on critically endangered yet or not, hmm. but it will happen. Yeah. Uh, they have enough. I feel they have enough documentation to prove. That they're there. That they're there. Yeah. Uh, they have photos and videos of them and stuff like that. Maybe
3: we'll see one next time we go kayaking. Maybe. I've go, I have go down where they are in Arkansas. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be awesome. I've never
2: seen one, but they uh, they like the big swampy wetlands and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's hard for the average person to get to where they're at now. Oh, okay, yeah. They had a bigger range before, yeah. but... What probably saved him is a couple of the good swamp.
3: Yeah. Oh, I bet. Because people aren't going to want to go there and screw around. People and... were still taking the trees out C- of these swamps. Oh, they were. Man.
2: Cypress is good wood. Yeah. It doesn't
3: rot. Oh, oh true. Yeah. It does not rot. Hmm. And woodpeckers are just cool birds to begin with. Yeah,
2: they're they're neat. Uh, they
3: fly different than other birds too. Mm-hmm. It's because yeah,
2: they're weirdly built.
3: I enjoy watching them when they when they come around. So, what's your thoughts on this? I think it's amazing. I'm glad that they're coming. I'm glad that they're coming back. I didn't know they were really a thing before, but after looking them up, they look like amazing birds. I'm glad they're coming back. I want more to be around. Emmy,
1: I'm on the same boat with Jay.
2: It's neat, and I just love it because well, not just for the ivory builds, but stuff like the trilocene. scene. Yeah, for you other know, creatures. Other animals that are in this same boat of being, oh, they're gone. They're extinct. They don't need protection mm-hmm. anymore.
3: I mean, I know it's not a fish, but it's still pretty I mean, yeah, cool.
2: Fish are about the easiest one because we use them as legal stuff. Yeah, yeah. People use them for legal leverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, mammals are a little harder because they're harder to prove. Yeah. Fish, you know where they're at. In the water.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so you start to find
2: them. Right. Uh, if there's no water there. You don't look there. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, mammals are a little more difficult. That's true. Uh, but I keep going back to the scene. but there's a couple other bird species. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one, I seen somebody talked about the, uh, Carolina, uh, the Carolina parrot is what it was. Okay. The only parrot in uh, North America that was the true parrot. Really? And they went extinct for the same reasons, mostly feather hunting. Yeah. Yep. Um, and a couple of the people are very, uh, that were talking about it. They were ornithologists, which is a person that studies bird. Are saying that yeah they, you know we agree with the uh, the ivory billed woodpecker but the Carolina parakeet or parrot yeah parrot was probably it's probably gone.
3: You think it's gone for good?
2: Yeah, because its its habitat was lo- it was, it was really decimated. Oh, I it bet. didn't have any refuge. I can imagine they were coastal species. They, oh, they didn't really? Go in very far.
3: Then yeah, then uh, which
2: most they're... a lot of those parakeet parrot types the smaller birds are coastals. hmm Um, but yeah,
3: and a lot of the coastline in. And... They all of Carolina's is a is, tourist.
2: Is, is a condo.
3: Yeah, a tourist condo.
2: But, like, California condors, they got down there. Yeah. They got real low. Uh-huh. And uh, people are were pushing for them not to have any protection because it was stopping in buildings and stuff like that. Yeah. And now they're coming back
3: due to heavy human help. Help, yeah. Um, well, I hope they tear down all those like what was wind farms. It's killing not, them.
2: Not sandhill cranes, but... Another another crane uh, has a season now in Arkansas, mm. and it was endangered forever. Yeah. And now they're allowed in hunting of them again. Oh, Con- okay. Controlled hunting. Right, yeah. Not like yeah. when we're talking about in the 40s when no, free range. people were just blowing hundreds of birds out of the sky every minute.
3: Or killing all the buffalo in the Midwest.
2: Yeah, right. This is a, uh, they feel their population is to a point now to allow the taking of certain members of the species.
3: Yeah. Huh. That's pretty cool. That's, good. That's a good sign I think I think it is
2: I think it shows that The stuff works Yeah And, and the, But we need to protect stuff And You can even put it to It's like Bigfoot it's like some states have protections. protections for Bigfoot
3: Yeah Which it should be I, Maybe we'll play a part In that in the future Maybe We'll get a picture with one Yeah We got a video of him saying I am real <laughs> Protect my Home
2: and then Like hammer, the Lorax Like the Lorax
1: I speak for the trees Yeah
3: <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this episode. This
2: is a pretty long one. Not our longest, but it's up there. You said it's it fun It wasn't though. gonna be. so these were both long ones.
3: It's fun. Like I like the weird news. I like keeping it updated, and you know. And these are all the realness of you know new. Yeah.
2: Articles and stuff like that.
3: For as many stories as there are out there, there's a lot of concrete evidence of things, and mm-hmm. I like highlighting that sort of stuff. So
2: I think that's it. Yeah. Well, I have been the mysterious Justin.
3: And I forget what I was at the beginning of this, but now I'm the more informed Jay. I'm the
1: enchanted Emily.
2: And we have been your guides on this week through the corn in the swamps of North America, looking for giant lemurs and red-headed birds. Mm. But we'll catch you next week with another episode. Until then.
0: You've been listening to Cryptids of the Corn. Be sure to join us in the next episode where we tantalize your intellect and expand the horizons of your mind. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay magical.